Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the Bomb Squad Podcast. I am your host, Tim M. Sullivan, and today I have... Rain Conversi. <laughs> and I'm Joseph Rannick. And uh, today we're doing another uh, little audio-only bonus episode. Um, and I, I wanted to talk about a Christmas movie, because uh, we, we haven't really done much Christmas stuff uh on the lineup this year um so just uh kind of going back and looking at the schedule for uh december so uh, on december 4th we had a podcast episode for stranger than fiction uh, i actually edited that one i kind of wish that i had a little more time to work on it to uh, uh make the edit a little nicer but i'm still proud of how it came out uh, December 10th, uh, we did Arthur Christmas, and I actually got my cousin on that. He worked on the film. It was a really good recording, went real well. Um, and then uh, on December 17th, we did uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. So that, uh, we actually haven't recorded that yet. Uh, we are going to record that tomorrow, but sh- by now it's come out. So surely it's a great episode and uh, nothing went horribly wrong. Tanner didn't wake up any of his neighbors, you know. I- I'm sure it was great. Totally. Um, yeah. And then uh, December 24th, which is uh, yesterday, uh, we dropped the episode on uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast. <laughs> now, I'm not <laughs> sure why Tanner was so insistent that we do this one on Christmas Eve. But uh, it's it's not leaving the schedule. We're we're definitely doing this episode, um, <laughs> and uh, you you probably had a good time with that last night. He did um, tell and me, then we're going to be. He did tell me because there was like an entire year, or maybe not a whole year, but like most of the year where he watched it every day when he would get home from school. So that's probably, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the reason why. Um. Yeah, and then uh, for the. Close out of the year for December 31st, uh, we're doing Spider-Man No Way Home, which um, I heard we got a real cool guest for that, like Bruce Campbell or something. Uh, it did t- Tune in, folks. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I thought it would be cool to do just a little bit of a uh, bonus cast on a Christmas movie other than uh, the Arthur Christmas, which was a good cast. Uh, you can watch that one after this one. But uh, today we're talking about a different Christmas movie, which is uh, Walt Disney's Bad Santa. <laughs> and that's right. This is a Fox movie, isn't it? It's uh, it's a uh, Dimension Pictures. Oh, okay. oh, 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 yeah, that's right. It's uh, because yeah, that's a that's a Miramax sister company. <laughs> yep, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I picked this movie for um, two reasons. Uh, num- number one, uh, if you watched our first Bomb Squad video, the Bomb Squad says farewell to family video, um, that I actually picked up the DVD of the unrated copy as uh, one of my last uh, pickups from family video at the end of the video. <coughs> and um, another reason is uh, for the last month, basically, I've been working at a... Um, I've been working at a company that uh, does Santa photos at the mall. And so thought this would be an interesting movie to watch with that context. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's just get right into it. So uh, first question, uh, let's talk about our history with the film, because this this movie has been around for a while. And uh, 
I'm, I'm sure we've all had some level of history of it. Uh, Rain, we'll start with you. Okay, so I guess my history is kind of interesting because I probably watched it a lot younger than my first viewing. It was probably a lot uh, younger than most people's. I think I was probably like probably like 11 or something when I first saw it, maybe 10. Hmm. Uh, so basically, like my mom, she's pretty um, like growing up as long as like like it just wasn't like explicitly sexual or like so scary that it would like horrify me for weeks. I could I she was pretty lenient with what I could watch. Um, so and so I got to so she's like yeah sure. Um, and I think she made me like cover my eyes during like the like couple of sex scenes, but otherwise, um, I got to see it and. Um, yeah, and it helps that I think I, when I did see it, I was probably during, it was probably during my, um, like, edgy phase where I was like, oh, if it has swears, therefore it's clever, and it's, um, <laughs> it is smart, unlike dumb children's shows like Spongebob. Spongebob doesn't have swears, so therefore it's bad. Bad Santa does have swears, so therefore it's good. I'm implying Bad Santa is bad off the bat. Um, I'm sabotaging myself. Sabotaging myself? I don't know why. I do like this movie a lot, or I liked this. I wait. No, I'm going too far into the future. That's for the next question. Um, I like the movie. Settle down. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh yeah. So and I've probably seen it. I actually for this podcast did not get a chance to see it. Um, get a recent viewing. The last time I seen it was probably like a year or two ago. But I've seen it probably like six times uh, throughout my adolescence and recent history. So it's probably fine. So there you go. Fair enough. All right, uh, Joe, uh, let's talk about your history with the film. Okay, so um, this is a movie that I've just been kind of aware of for like the longest time, uh, probably since it first came out, or at least when it first came out on like DVD, because I remember like around the time that came out on DVD, I would just go into the blockbuster. They had like the big poster out in the window. Bad Santa now available to own on DVD and VHS. Cause this was <laughs> back in the days of VHS. Um, true. And, uh, growing up, I just had like this kind of idea of what this movie was in my head. Um, cause it's like, you, you see the title and you're a kid and you're like, bad santa oh this this guy must be like some kind of a jerk or something and supposedly it's a comedy from like one of the quotes that i see on the poster it's like laugh out loud funny or something like that uh quote uh god richard roper that's his name quote richard roper i i don't know if he liked this movie (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah no um so i had like this idea in mind that this was like some kind of like comedy movie for like adults and i just assumed oh that i guess i'll just see this whenever i get older um cut to uh many many years later i'm a teenager um i'm kind of getting into film at this point um and uh i discover a little filmmaker uh by the name of terry zweigoff now terry zweigoff uh is the director of some pretty bleak comedies like dark comedies this man makes um and one really good documentary um if you've not seen uh the uh the documentary crumb it's in the criterion collection go watch that um but he As directed this a mo- movie what no i was i oh. was joshing around oh you were you were saying that this is in the criterion yeah. collection <laughs> y- you know it should be it should be yeah put it put that on the shelf right next to uncut gems and parasite <laughs> exactly but yeah. um 
but yeah, um, Terry Zweigoff, he directed this movie that I really like called Ghost World with uh, Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, it's based on like this little indie comic that's really good, and the movie's also really good. You should check it out. And I'm going through this guy's filmography. There's not a whole ton of stuff on this guy's filmography. This guy kind of just disappeared after, I guess, a movie in 2006 that uh, Tim brought up to me yesterday that I had no idea existed. Because um, for the longest time, uh, when I discovered that Bad Santa, this uh, this guy directed Bad Santa, I thought that was his last movie. I thought he went out on a high note. <laughs> um, so... Teenage me discovers, oh, this guy also directed Bad Santa. And my mom and her boyfriend have a copy of Bad Santa. So one night I ask, hey, um, can I borrow your copy of Bad Santa and watch it in the basement? And they're like, yeah, sure. You're, what, 17? Go for it. Um, and then I watched it. <laughs> and I'll kind of save my opinions on the movie later. Because um, I still kind of feel the same towards it uh, all these years later. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, talking about my history, uh, kind of like what Joe was saying, this is definitely a relic of the uh, unrated adult comedy era. Um, like it's it's definitely one of those where um, they're they're just trying to make it look as raunchy as possible, and then uh, once it gets the home video, they've got that unrated release. Uh, that uh, they hype up as being way more raunchy than what you saw in the theater. Like, in this one, this one has, like, the epitome of that because they retitled the unrated version Too Bad or Santa, which <laughs> is, is just, like, it's even badder than what you saw in the theater. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll kind of talk about my opinions on the unrated version when we get into the next question because I actually... I don't think I had watched the unrated version before. Uh, I think I'd only ever watched the uh, R-rated director's cut. That's another thing is the director's cut is what you saw in the theater. The unrated version was like made specifically for the home market. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of like those movies from that era of the like mid-aughts. Uh, man, what a weird time for movies. Uh but yeah, anyway, um, it was it was one that I definitely remember like hearing about when it was coming out in the theater. Um, I think like my older brothers and like my um, sister's husband like went to see it when it was coming out, um, and they were always like hyping it up, talking about like this is like one of the funniest movies I've seen in the theater. And then the next year, Anchorman came out and blew it out of the water. But um, yeah, it, it was just, like, one of those movies that I kept hearing about, and then um, around 2007, that's when uh, my family finally gets access to cable, and so this is another one of those movies, much like Shaun of the Dead, that uh, once I had access to cable and I had access to Comedy Central, Comedy Central was airing this movie, like, all the time, so I was able to watch it on there, and this is also, I think, this is during the era of Comedy Central's Secret Stash, which was a thing where they would air movies um, uncensored late at night, and uh, they would air commercials for Girls Gone Wild during this uh, period of time. Oh boy, would they. Uh, oh, what a time. Uh, <laughs> God bless you, Comedy Central. 
<laughs> oh yes, what what a time. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I I think I probably recorded an airing on the secret stash at some point. Um, I think I probably watched like bits and pieces of the edited for TV like midday version. And uh, like when I wanted to like just sit down and watch the real version of the movie, um, watched it like after midnight on that. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that pretty much uh, sums up my origins with the movie. So now we can kind of get into our thoughts. Rain, you gave us a bit of a preview. Now let us know. All right. So what did you think of the movie? I mean, unless I I I would have like a I've had a radical uh, change in 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 perspective and and taste uh, since like 2018 or whenever I saw it last. Um, it's probably one of the best like of the um of the super like raunchy uh, like early 2000s uh, comedies. It's probably mm-hmm. it, it it has to be like up there. I I would put it with uh with your Anchorman's with your uh other movies that I'm definitely um not bringing up just that i'm definitely not forgetting of just because uh tim didn't mention it five seconds ago um but yeah no i think um i will start out by saying i think the one thing one of the key things that really sets this movie apart from like others of its ilk or like like what a poor imitation would be if um in lesser hands is that it goes so far with the um with like just the 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 misery and the negativity like it just goes so far with it that it doesn't feel like a um that it doesn't just feel like um snide i don't know if snide's the right word but like like a immature attempt at like trying to be too cool for christmas it just feels like man they just like got like some miserable man in his in his like 50s who's who's never achieved anything with his life is slowly dying dying of alcohol and or uh uh, cigarettes and or other drug disorders and um they just like just like recorded his life story and then um thought of like a a funny idea for a uh for a comedy film um then like just wrote some some of that christmas stuff on top of it um which to say i think it i just like the way um billy bob thorne just plays this character is just so like, I think it was a great casting choice, uh, picking someone like this who doesn't usually do straight comedies, from what I understand. Um, I think mm-hmm. that was a good choice, having someone who could just play the misery this straight. Um, like, that opening monologue uh, just gets me every time. Um, I guess while I'm talking about characters, I think um, um, that kid is, he's just, he's so adorable. Like, I, he, I love that kid. He's uh, just so endearing. And when they're actually, and like, I don't, it is, um, I it, it it helps make that it helps that um like the real heart of the movie is with um is with um the bad Santa's I'm blanking on his name the bad Santa's uh growing connection with the boy and you know all the stuff with the elephant um mm-hmm. that yeah that works great you're going to have like a a slice of uh hope and positivity he's the right place to to have it uh centered um Bernie Mac man what a guy he what uh. And it is a shame he is gone because he is like one of the he is one of like the best straight man like uh like being able to like be this kind of like the more straight laced character while still like delivering like a ton of laughs like kind of on his own even mm-hmm. um yeah i think he does like he his dynamic here is just fantastic 
And then um, mm, yeah, I'm I forget blanking on the name of the elf guy, but he also has a lot of great uh one liners and his sort mm-hmm. of how he sort of has to be like the brains of the operation and sort of like puppeting this sad miserable excuse of a safe cracker around. Uh, that's fun. Um, the movie's a good time and you know it makes me laugh a lot. I know um I know uh our I know our friend Tanner he was supposed to be on this and he he did not get a kick out of the uh incessant yeah. I the vibe I got was the incessant the incessant uh misery and negativity was just he was like why why do people like this but uh I guess we're weirdos and we just we do like it um I don't know I I'm not above uh a good old Tanner Tanner likes Tanner likes movies where dudes rock not movies where <laughs> Santas don't rock um. <clears throat> But yeah, I think um, like I'm not above like the 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 your, the occasional like mainstream studio comedy, but like I, even with I don't know, even if, I don't know, I think this this uh, definitely has a charm all of its own. Like that makes it also rise above it. On top of that, uh, so yeah, awesome. And uh, Joe, let, let's hear what uh, you thought of the film. Uh, well, I'll say this because we were talking about Tanner and his thoughts on the movie. It's kind of a shame that he's not on here because when you really look at the movie, this is a movie about a dad learning to rock, even though he's not really yeah. a dad. <laughs> so uh, he, he's not even here, but I'll throw it in. Dad's rock, baby. <laughs> Can uh, throw I that in. We'll, we'll throw that into the compilation whenever we do the dad's rock compilation of the year. Um, part two (laughs) but yeah no um i still really like this movie um this movie falls into uh a certain category um of like movies that i just have um because i'm i'm one of those people that have like a list of movies whenever i need like a certain kind of like release um like just on like an emotional level um so i'll I'll have like a list when whenever i need like that emotional release of just like all of these like miserable miserable fucking movies um like cannibal holocaust is on there uh melancholia is on there. a lot of lars von trier movies are on there um uh bad santa is definitely on there um because man oh man this movie's fucking miserable even for a comedy uh it it just kind of wallows in its misery and just laughs at the misery too uh which kind of makes it the lighter heart light-hearted movie of that list um yeah no um i still get a kick out of it there's still a, a ton of funny bits in this uh Man, oh man, is this a relic of the year 2003 when you could say certain words in a movie and get away with it. Um, oh, yeah. That, they, uh, they, 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 uh, they dropped a couple of very specific slurs and uh, they, they had the R word. I'm not going to say oh, it, yeah. otherwise Tanner would kill me. Oh, yeah, that they dropped that so many times in this and I'm just like, man, 2003 was a very different time. Yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah. I can't be a little forgiving of that stuff. Uh, it probably does help that I haven't seen this in a few years. Um, but anyway, yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> You're fine. Um, so that was a very interesting thing to go back and revisit. Um, and yeah, uh, performances all still really good. Um, I mean, Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, what more can you say? I mean, he's the lead and he makes it work. Um, 
he somehow makes this really unlikable character at least somewhat tolerable to be around and actually like make this an interesting lead character that you actually want to focus on uh mm-hmm. we're all we're all praising bernie mac that that man has charisma and can play a straight man really well and honestly steals every scene that he is in uh may that man rest in peace uh uh insert Allegedly. insert transformers hope, joke here <laughs> I, I hope i hope he got half of the um box office returns on this movie that's what <laughs> wait you're gonna kill me off all right i want half the box office returns 35 half half 20 like 40 half 45 what's another 10 percent <laughs> oh man but yeah uh performances are great uh Good old Brett Kelly as the uh, the kid who's uh, who, yeah who is the heart of the movie, uh, the uh, shining light in this just like pile of misery porn. Uh, God, there's a term misery porn. <laughs> that, 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 that's what this movie is is misery porn, uh, but with comedy slapped on it. Uh, and unfortunately, that kid would go on to make the Sandlot too. <laughs> um, oh. Pain. And, uh, yeah, no, other than that, I don't know what else to say other than I do remember I had an alternate title for this when I was a teenager. That alternate title was Why Does the Lady from Gilmore Girls Make Me Feel Funny Things? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, 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 she, she comes onto the screen and I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to make that joke and I'm glad I made Tim laugh. That was actually great. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I guess I'll talk about uh, my thoughts on the movie. Um, yeah, I, it's I, it, going, going back. I, I've seen this movie. I don't know how many times, um, probably close to around how many times range like six or so um and yeah I, I still enjoy it a lot to this day like i think as time has passed and like i've kind of i've watched more things and uh i've kind of grown up a bit and uh you know you know cer- certain sen- sensitivities kind of like what joe was hinting at like uh, there, there's there's some things said in this movie that uh, you, you can't you can't do that anymore. It it, it wasn't good to begin with, um, and, and it's a good thing we've kind of uh, stopped doing stuff in that direction in that realm, pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely sort of relic of its time in that regard. But I I do still think that there's um, a lot to enjoy about the movie. There's a lot of good comedy in there, and uh, it's definitely balanced by, like you were saying, just a lot of really dark stuff. Like th- this, I think, I think this is like the movie that comes to mind when I hear the term dark comedy because this is like the first probably the first movie i watched that like really like it it felt like that like it felt like something a little bit different from just like irregular raunchy uh poop and dick joke movie i would actually Um, argue it's one of the more popular dark comedies not gonna lie 
Like, yeah, that that definitely. I would, I would agree. I, with that. I, I can't think of an other than I don't know maybe the Hangover, but that's probably. I, it. I'm not sure. I would. I mean, it, the Hangover has a little bit of dark stuff, I guess. Um, I, I wouldn't call it a dark comedy personally, though. But, a lot of the um, dark comedies I think of are kind of more indie movies, like um, yeah, like Fair. Bruges and stuff. Like, yeah. oh yeah, and Bruges is definitely be... a, a comedy, dark comedy. Yeah, now I, I guess, think, now I guess I think about other... it, this might be the most like the biggest like most mainstream dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. The only one that I can think of, and I guess its darkness is sort of debatable, is like Little Miss Sunshine is kind of dark in oh, some yeah, ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, I I would say this is definitely like a pretty, um, pretty like big popular example of that sort of movie and uh it's uh i i do i do think it works because uh like yeah the heart of the movie is seeing him seeing willie try to sort of develop this bond with this kid even though like he's just this absolute prick who uh he just wants to do this santa gig and then steal the money and leave and just wait till next year to do it again um and he wants to drink himself to death and all of that um but there's just something in his gut that like really wants to um be there for this weird kid who like he he's just not sure what the deal is with um but uh like oh throughout the course of the movie like he he just wants to um, be there for him and like protect him like just just watching him beat the shit out of those bullies was just like a a, a good <laughs> kind of recovery moment especially because like there's there's a lot of low moments for his character like i, I, th- I think th- i think he has like the all-time record for most low moments of protagonist in a movie <laughs> um <laughs> like that like that that scene of him beating the shit out of the bullies is like immediately after like he showed up to the workshop drunk and started beating the shit out of all the um decorations and then um he's he's trying to gas himself to death in the garage but then he sees the kid has a black eye so he's like i gotta do something about that so like that was that was a that was like sort of an interesting little like um jolt that um sparked him i guess i would say um and then like another like really i I think the 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 moment that comes to mind is just like probably the lowest moment in the movie is like when he finds the advent calendar and he starts eating all the candies and tearing it apart and like immediately after that like you have the scene of the kid cutting his hand and yeah. Uh, he's trying to deal with that and then he realizes what he did when he was fucked up and he's like oh man uh and I, I do think that that's sort of a good quality in the movie is that like he keeps seeing all these things that are wrong and then realizing that they're wrong and i think that's part of what makes him an interesting character is that he's he's definitely like a shitty dude but there's just this part of him that wants to be better uh and i think yeah that that just makes him uh likable in a way uh even though he's just such a very unlikable guy 
and you know bernie mac god rest his soul he was he was very good in this movie like again total asshole character but like he's 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 very charismatic and very funny yeah and uh he he just steals the scene every time and uh john ritter is also god rest his soul as well like he's also really funny in his own way like I, i love that like when uh Billy Bob Thornton goes on the rant about my gear, my fuck stick. He goes, he's not going to say fuck stick around the kids, is he? And he mouths the word fuck because he can't say it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, just just like seeing the kind of like awkward, um, like um, reserved man that he was playing was just like such a funny character that was just like so... Uh, on brand for like the kind of roles that he was playing and that was really nice to see as well and yeah like the the elf uh character is also very funny um yeah i guess i'll I'll just kind of uh go into my thoughts on the unrated version before we move on to the next question because uh like i said this was my first time watching the unrated version and um i think honestly the yeah the director's cut is the better movie like because it, it was like what the director had originally visioned and it was what had originally been released in theaters uh, yeah i think that that was the better version because like there's there's some funny bits i think in the unrated version uh like there's some stuff that's fun to watch i guess but like there's also just like a lot of added stuff that doesn't help like it's like uh, some jokes that just don't really land and just kind of eat up more time. They just kind of feel unnecessary. Like, yeah, I do. I think I think this was an added joke. Um, like right at the end when uh the elf is holding him up at gunpoint, and uh, he goes on the like speech about, "Do you really need all this shit? For Christ's sake, is Christmas?" And then like there's this bit where the elf is like, "Yeah, it's Christmas, and we're men." and lois that's right it's christmas and we're men and lois and i'm just like did that did that need to be in the movie at all uh what are you talking about is this is is this a funny bit (laughs) yeah what are you talking about (laughs) i'm intruding on your joke i was trying to make a joke my joke uh uh, keep talking (laughs) So anyway, uh, I I would say um, if you're going to check this one out, probably just go for the R-rated version. It's the better version. Um, So yeah, I guess we kind of talked... I was going to have a question about um, performances. I think we largely kind of covered that already. Like, Billy Bob Thornton uh, definitely, like, lands the role of just like this miserable kind of sack of shit dude but there he also has that heart of wanting to be better and then like um you know bernie mac and whatnot so i think we've pretty much covered that but uh we can we can talk a bit about some scenes that stick out to us um we'll start with you rain oh geez um man that scene with the kids is pretty hilarious i gotta say I don't know. I just, just, mm-hmm. um, I shouldn't be saying a, just the, the, a, a scene of a grown man, uh, beating up children, <laughs> attempting to, and all that. That shouldn't make me laugh, but it does. 
Um, and I, I and and I for one am and am, am sick and tired of of the woke mob saying I can't uh, I can't enjoy this. I'm American, and and um the advent calendar I guess seen and then the resulting thing, uh, with the blood and the glass, um and the tape. If we are um like actually emotionally moving scenes, uh that's up there. Um, half as I alluded to previously, um, perfect negotiation skills. Um, I wish I could hey. negotiate that well. Um, the opening, <laughs> like I said, that's probably the one. Like when I think of this movie, that's the first thing I think of every time. It's just him, just going into like, just the 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 just how his life has just been one di- uh, downward spiral after the other, and then just the image of yeah, just the the uh, the the dried up husk of a man in a Santa outfit. Um, those are probably my highlights. Yeah. All right. Joe. All right. Um, so highlights for me, as far as scenes go, uh, I mean, we, we, we've covered a couple of them. The advent calendar. Um, uh, we, we, we've neglected to mention all of the, uh, the little gags that have, uh, that like kind of play out throughout the rest of the movie with the advent calendar with him, like, Pulling yeah. out like candy corn. One of them's like an aspirin. <laughs> they can't all be winners. <laughs> like, I mean, the the man made an attempt to try and rectify his mistake, and it resulted in some some yucks out of me. Um, one another scene that really stands out for me is <clears throat> towards the end when uh, the cops have finally been called and. Uh, there's the big shootout and then the car chase. Uh, and what really mm-hmm. sticks out to me is the image of Billy Bob Thornton with the pink elephant running up to the door to try and get uh, Thurman Merman, his uh, his pink elephant. And then he gets yeah. just shot on the front lawn in front of like a bunch of children watching. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, Batman Returns ain't got shit on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is like one of the most miserable fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Espe- I, like especially in like a Christmas movie. I love the like that uh lead in with the chase and the shoot down. It's like very dramatic and then like that him just him getting shot down is just such a dark thing. <laughs> and then it ends the scene on a joke of the kids just going ah! <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, uh, other than that, the negotiation scene with, uh, with old Bernie Mac, uh, kids getting beat up by Billy Bob Thornton, uh, yeah, it, 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 it would just be, like, a whole, uh, repeat fest if I just kind of kept talking about it. Yeah. I will say this, though, uh, I've only seen it once, and I don't remember anything about it. I can at least name a couple of scenes that I really remember from Bad Santa than I can from Bad Santa 2. Remember that? Christ on a cracker. Yeah, I was going to mention that Bad Santa 2 exists, and uh, I haven't watched it, and I don't feel the need to ever watch it. Um, Because uh, le- that, that trailer just looked like absolute dog. I, I like Christina Hendricks, but without Terry's Wygoff, no deal. I'm sorry. <laughs> that. That, that you, you can't make this movie work without Terry's Wagoff and 
Yeah, they kind of, they kind of proved that because <laughs> it, it it's yeah, it, not good. Yeah, it just it just looked like hey, remember when we did bad bad Santa? How about we just do that again and then uh, not have any of the uh, things that made the first one good? I will say this though, uh, to give that movie a little bit of a uh, a bit of a leg up compared to like other like 10 year later like comedy sequels that were coming out around the last decade i i would much rather take a forgettable uh throwaway uh 10 years later sequel than pretty much anything else that we got because man oh man they made some really bad 10 years later sequels for comedies from like the early 2000s (laughs) remember anchorman 2 See, see, I I liked Anchorman too, but I recognize that it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous and stupid. <laughs> I remember liking Anchorman too, but I also haven't seen it since it came out, so I will I I can't speak. Yeah, I, I think Whatever I said it. Is, it <laughs> I, I said this. Uh, I'll, I'll finish this off here because we're diverging. I'll I'll say this about Anchorman too. I said this in a review of uh, Zoolander too. I was more than ready to. Uh, see a sequel to a comedy that I really liked, and then when I saw it, it was the most disappointing thing since my ex-girlfriend. They did a Zoolander 2? Oh, jeez. They, they, they did, and Zoolander 2 is also oh, bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, God. That, that was awful. I that, that, that one, I, I didn't <clears throat> watch that one, but it looked not good. It, that it, one hurt. And I heard it is not good. Yeah, you, you did the right thing. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess... You know, we've kind of talked about a lot of uh, the scenes, basically, and uh, basically uh, piggybacking. Like, yeah, a, a lot of those are good. Uh, pretty, pretty solid, pretty solid scenes there. Um, uh, I, I, I will mention like the very end scene of the movie um, because, uh, m- much like uh, very Harold and Kumar Christmas, this was another movie that at some point I watched with my mom. And... <laughs> I I I distinctly remember like right at the very end when uh the kid walks out in that shirt that says shit happens when you party naked and uh, he's got his new bike and the bully's just like hey are uh, I'm talking to you give me my bike and then the kid just screams and kicks him in the nuts and then rides off and flips him <laughs> off uh my mom's response to that moment was not even laughing. She just says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was a memorable mom movie moment. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of uh, good fun bits in this movie. And also some very uh, dark feels bits. Um, so yeah, uh, there were kind of wrapping early but I, I think we've pretty much covered it so let's just kind of get into our departing thoughts rain um i think everything i need to say has been said except i will um reiterate like a down the author podcast that this is probably my top 10 for uh christmas movies um probably around where Arthur is like i said that for very different reasons um they're like on the polar opposite not only as movies but also like what I want out of Christmas, so I'm wanting to like feel the traditional values of Christmas. What, what I think, you know, of um, of helping your fellow man, uh, and whatnot, and, and uh, altruism, um, giving all that, all those similar words, 
uh, similar feelings, then I watch Arthur Christmas. If I want a mockery of those things, which I do every once in a while, um, then Bad Santa's where it's at. Awesome. Joe, departing <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, no. Uh, still a very solid movie all these years later. Um, if you're wanting to uh, have some kind of release of misery and uh, <clears throat> if you want to have funny feelings and you don't want to watch Batman Returns and have funny feelings for Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, go Bad Santa and have funny feelings for Gilmore Girls Lady. I don't know. <laughs> put that on the put put that on like the uh, 25th anniversary DVD cover. There you go. Uh, yeah, good right. good movie. All right, thank you, Horny Joe, for your final. <laughs> Sexist Todd, Horny Joe. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, yeah, overall, uh, still enjoyed the movie. Uh, I would definitely go in with uh, the, the thought in mind that this is uh, one of those 2003 raunchy uh, comedies of yesteryear. It's, it, it, and it comes with basically everything that that entails. Um, and it's a, it's a darker one than most of those. So like if you're wanting if you're wanting something that's uh, got got some humor and got some uh, good drama, I would say this is a solid uh, holiday pick. So uh, once you're done uh, watching uh, No Way Home with your family for the eighth time, uh, go check this one out. Uh, it's on Pluto TV. And I think that is going to do it for us. So thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you are listening on any of the audio platforms, uh, thank you for listening and go ahead and leave a review because it helps boost us in the algorithm. And if you are watching on YouTube, um, uh, thank you. I'm glad that you enjoy the little waveform that we got going there. Um, leave a comment below and let us know what what is your uh, what do you think of Bad Santa and uh, what what other R-rated raunchy comedies from the early aughts do you like? Uh, do you do you like old school that's one um, <laughs> yeah uh let, let us know your thoughts on uh, old school and other such films um and then uh while while you're there go ahead and uh give us a like if you like the video and uh give us a subscribe if you would like to see more and then hit the bell icon if you want notifications for whenever we upload stuff i guess and and if you hate um, this and if you hate the video you didn't go like ahead, it Ryan. at all then um do it anyway because then as a challenge like it'll it'll be a motivator for us to do better yeah there we go <laughs> all right so this has been another bonus cast from the bomb squad thank you for tuning in and remember don't say fuck stick in front of the kids farewell